So, Brian, have you been sucked into the abyss of Pokemon Go? No, it's one of those things where when I when these phenomenon crop up, I have a weird like repellent gene that kicks in where I'm like, I want nothing to do with that. And I'm not above it or anything, but I'm just, I don't know why. It's just when something catches on so quickly and is so huge, I I just, I don't know what to do about it. It's just strange to me. But a lot of people in my work are doing it. What about your kids? Not yet, but it, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Uh, apparently it's getting a lot of kids to go outside, so that's a good thing. You're still kind of staring at your phone the entire time, though. Oh, is and that? Yeah. <laughs> and draining the battery. <laughs> I mean, not that I would know. <laughs> not that I didn't, not that I spent the entire day with Miranda walking, walking around the neighborhood uh, with her saying, okay, dad, check the phone now. Are there any Pokemon around here? Oh, that's so cool. I loved your post, by the way. <laughs> on yeah, Facebook. yeah, she, um, I showed her the, so we, I, I had downloaded it last night and I was kind of just playing with it because I had seen everyone talking about it obviously all weekend every single website that I follow no matter what their you know attention was they had to write something about Pokemon Go and so I had to download it just to see what it was all about and it didn't seem that interesting to me but then I showed it to Miranda today and I showed her one of the you know like right away you see an like a little Pokemon in your house and so I I showed it to her and showed her what the phone looked like. And, you know, you see the, through the camera, you see your house or, you, see, you know, you see through the camera and then suddenly there's a little Pokemon sitting there and she just did this amazing double take where she like looked at the phone, looked at the couch and like kept looking back and forth saying like, like, and I could just see her brain processing what was going on right there. <laughs> and then the best part was showing her this trailer that they had cut together for the game sometime last year I think before it was released but there are many sequences where these giant Pokemon are like fighting or you know they're the people are out in the world and they're catching Pokemon and it looks real I mean it looks like you know it's the video game characters interacting with real life people and she just there was one moment where she wasn't sure if it was real or not or, you know, she wasn't sure what was real about this. And she looked at me and asked me if they were real. And it was just the most perfect moment ever. <laughs> I wanted to just capture that little bit of innocence in a jar and sit, like never let it out. Because, man, oh. that was beautiful. <laughs> but then we just spent the rest of the day walking around looking for the little uh, areas that you get, you know, th gems and things at and trying to find them. and um we're not very good at it. I mean, as as I guess as much as you can be good at that. We just we were mostly just trying to find you know new ones that we hadn't caught before, or just find some of them because there aren't very many out there. Anyway, this is totally boring, but it was fun to go out and uh, be a part of this thing that everyone is talking about right now. I don't know. How, I don't know how long we'll we'll keep it up though. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, I'll probably try it. With my daughter's sick right now, but when she feels better. Uh, you know, I may give it a try myself, but yeah, I just, I don't know. There's just too many movies to watch, honestly, so. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, earlier today, Arrow made a few announcements. They announced some UK titles uh, through their Arrow video line, and then they also did a few Arrow Academy titles. The Arrow Academy titles, at least mostly just because of one of them, uh, are getting talked about a lot amongst the Criterion fans. So the Arrow Academy stuff for, what is this, September? I think so. Um, they are going to be releasing the Decalogue, which had just recently been announced. Oh, this is the October stuff, sorry. So um, Criterion in September will be releasing uh, Kislowski's The Decalogue, and now Arrow is doing a box set as well. And they are really trying to one-up Criterion with this set uh, in some ways and aren't quite as, uh, I don't know, complete in, in other ways. Just because this one, so they're describing it as uh, the Decalogue and other television works by Kozlowski. And so this is going to have the entire, like the 10 TV film episodes uh, of the Decalogue. They're also including a number of other films or a TV, you know, TV films or, you know, TV works that he did 
throughout the 70s. But there are a couple of versions of two of the episodes. What is it? The story about... What are the, what are the two films? Um, the story about death and love. Those are the two. I'm totally butchering the two Decalogue uh, titles right now. But anyway, Criterion has the like film the longer film versions of those two episodes uh, in their release, but Arrow wasn't able to get them for their box set because Artificial Eye has the rights to them in the UK. And mm. and so, but the thing with this box set that Arrow has up on Criterion is that these are all going to be in 20, uh, projected at, or, you know, like shown at 25 frames per second versus the 24 that Criterion is going to be showing it at. And so people are kind of, you know, assuming that this is going to be the more accurate version to get. And that along with all of the other um, supplements that you're getting in this collection, that like the Arrow one kind of beats the Criterion one in a way. So um, it has been interesting to see a lot of discussion about this on the Criterion forum and then a number of other groups that that I follow. There are splitting up a couple of the Woody Allen releases um, that we had talked about earlier, um, Love and Death and Sleeper. They're getting individual releases. Those were two part of the the box set, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. Um, and then they're also going to be releasing this uh, Zulowski film, um, Cosmos. This is the latest one. This is the latest of his films, right? Have you had a chance to see this one yet? I have not. Okay. Curious uh, about it. Yeah. Uh, supposedly it's great, so I'm, I'm very eager to see it. Um, and then the Arrow video stuff that was announced today, they're going to be doing... So these are more titles for October. This is the UK-only stuff. They're going to be announcing the US and UK stuff uh next week and apparently it's something big is what they have to say on facebook they said that you know it's it still requires a little bit of work uh to prepare like the announcement for it i guess so uh (laughs) it'll be interesting to see what what finally turns uh up from this kind of big tease of theirs they're going to be releasing on october 17th the john frankenheimer film starring roy scheider 52 pickup did you get a chance to look at uh, the supplements on here or anything like, or, or do, have, you, have you looked through this list of, of titles that they're, they're releasing? Um, I, I glanced at it briefly um, and I did see somebody post on Facebook about one of the 52 pickup supplements, um, but but I, I didn't thoroughly go through it now. Well, it just looks pretty neat. And they're also going to be releasing The Burning. Uh, they they say that this is one of their most requested titles ever. I mean, people can go get the shot the shot factory the screen factory release of that, but uh, it's cool that they're doing this as well. And then they're also doing uh, burnt offerings. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with next week for the U.S. stuff, and uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about that when uh, once I get back from Comic Con. Um, so let's see here. There's a couple of big Scream Factory titles that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week um, because we didn't record last week. Uh, but the, I mean, two really big titles that I'm surprised hasn't come up on in any of our discussions about, you know, like, you know, future Scream Factory big releases that just seem so obvious uh, in retrospect once they say, oh, yeah, we're doing these. Uh, I'm just surprised that we haven't talked about them. At least I don't remember us ever talking about them on the podcast, but uh, Carrie and um, Child's Play. Yeah, both MGM titles. So it is kind of s- silly that we didn't uh, pull those out of the ether and and say maybe these could happen, you know. But it, they're already starting to lay down the October excitement with those titles. Yeah, they've announced their panel for Comic Con, which is happening next Friday on July twenty second. It's not until eight o'clock at night, which is pretty late for a Comic Con panel. But I will still be there. Um, It's just kind of pushing it into like I'll have Miranda with me down in San Diego. And so that's like bedtime for her. And so this is going to eat into that. And hopefully I'll be able to be down there for this panel. I wish I'm surprised that they're pushing it so late. But, you know, I guess they have to work with whatever Comic-Con is is doing. 
Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what they have to announce next week that they haven't already announced uh, with all of these big titles that they've you know talked about recently. Are there any other MGM big horror uh, titles that you think like you know would be would be potential October releases from Scream Factory? Gosh, I'm I'm sure there are. Um, I meant to kind of you know dig in and research that, but I did not. Um, I, I I'm sure that there's going to be some other really big, um, you know, cornerstone type horror titles that they have. And and probably as they did last year, some interesting obscurities too. Um, so I can't wait for that panel, and I will be following your Twitter feed closely uh, that evening because uh, I'm very curious what they're going to come up with. They have, let's see, did did they already sell out of one of the pre-orders, like the limited? Um, maybe it was the carry release. I, I think I, so. I think they did another one of the limited edition versions. Uh, oh yeah, that one's already sold out. So there was this a deluxe limited edition version of Carrie. I think similar to the other release that we talked about the th- for the thing. I think where they did like, you know, you get an extra slipcase and poster for this one. Um, let's see, you get another the collector's edition slipcover, uh, an eighteen by twenty four poster, a second slipcover and a different 18 by 24 poster. So you get two posters and two slipcases uh, with that deluxe limited edition, which is sold out. Well, they're either doing those limited editions perfectly or they're just um, doing a small enough run that they can sell out real quickly because those are hot, hot items. Yeah, they are selling out really fast within a matter of days uh, of them announcing them. So yeah, they must be uh, limited enough to where they're making you know enough money off of them to keep them happy uh did they have they done that with the child's play also i know that they're releasing like a doll too yeah i don't know if it's quite the same limited run but it's got um there's in conjunction with a one of the toy boutique toy companies which i'm blanking on right now there is a, a good guys doll of chucky that comes with their limited which is pretty cool Let's see here. Okay, so the deluxe limited edition with exclusive action figure, fifty nine ninety nine. This is coming out October eighteenth. Um, well, actually, you get it two weeks early when you reserve this one. Um, this one, they're saying that it's limited to two thousand units, so maybe this one is more than what those other ones have been. Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like those other ones were like two hundred, but I could be wrong. I'm pulling that number from nowhere, so. Well, you might be pulling that number from in one of the posts that they had. They said that there were only 200 left. That's and probably so, what it is. And so that's, um, oh, so Nika, NECA, uh, N-E-C-A, that, that toy company, they, they're they the ones who did also uh, toys for the Bill and Ted release. And so they're, nice. do, they're doing the Chucky dolls uh, for <clears throat> for this Child's Play one. Have you gone back to rewatch Child's Play within the last few years? I have not, okay. um, but I, I have the Blu-ray, the other Blu-ray. Um, yeah, it's been a while. I, I remember that freaking me out when I was a kid. Yeah, it definitely freaked me out as a kid too, but I feel like when I went back to rewatch it, it didn't hold up as well for me, but you know, I yeah. might I might appreciate it more now. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be pretty silly now, you know, the whole conceit of it. <laughs> you know, that this one tiny doll could cause so much carnage. Yeah. Um, we'll probably be a little silly, but it's it's been a while. I remember liking one or both of the sequel follow-ups, two and three. I know there was more than that, but I can't remember them at all, so it's been a while. I, I'm due for a revisit. Carrie, though, I think holds up really well, and it's probably you know one of De Palma's best. Yeah, it's a really interesting movie that plays for intentional and unintentional laughs, both of which add to the overall entertainment value of the movie, and it's it's highly entertaining. So, let's see here. We There's, like, so much news that we haven't talked about. Let's talk about the um, Olive Films has uh, kind of started their own little uh, new line of, <laughs> uh, not limited edition, but, like, you know, uh, exclusive 
fancier, uh, a, a new line called Olive Signature. You know, Shout Factory has all of their different lines, Shout Select, Scream Factory, uh, Scream, or, you know, Shout Kids, all that. And then, you know, Arrow has Arrow Academy. And, um, and now we have Olive Signature, uh, the first two releases of which are Johnny Guitar, the Nicholas Ray film, and High Noon. Olive has, they've released High Noon before in the past on Blu-ray. Did they also? And Johnny Guitar. And Johnny yep. Guitar. So these are new um, new scans of the films? I think so. It says Blu-ray, uh, four, new 4K restorations of the two classics. So that's kind of neat. Definitely. Um I feel like I went. I've I've definitely watched that High Noon Blu-ray uh, at some point, and uh, I thought it looked pretty good. But uh, I'm very interested to pick it up again uh, with this new 4K tra- uh, transfer of the film or new 4K restoration. Yeah, I have their Johnny guitar, and that looks great too. So, yeah, I c- I can't wait. Um, I don't have that many Olive films, but of the ones that you've seen, are there any that you would want? them to go and you know remaster and add to this this olive signature line that's a good question um i feel like there's a few i don't know if they have anything hmm that's a good yeah i don't know if there's anything quite as prestige as these two titles um there's a lot of interesting offbeat classic movies but i have to really go through their catalog and see what they've already put out um, but yeah, these are two of the highest profile titles. So I'm very curious what the next couple, um, all of signature titles will be. Maybe like, so they released Orson Welles Macbeth and that was one that I thought Criterion or like some folks have thought like Criterion might be getting the rights to release along with some of the other, uh, film, uh, the other Orson Welles films that they've been doing. But I mean, maybe... Olive might be able to, um, you know, go in and, and create a new version of that. Some of the like the earlier Blu-rays, maybe like the what, what, there was like some Fassbender films, I think that maybe those were only a DVD, but um, maybe those would be good ones to to add to this new signature line. And maybe there's some stuff that they've had sort of back pocketed that they'll pull out um, that they've been waiting for this new line to announce. So maybe there's some other cool titles that they haven't already put out that we'll see. I I hope. I mean, I'm very curious where this one goes. Maybe uh, 1900. I think that's another one where I think there might be a new restoration going around of the film. And so, and they did that Blu-ray um, a while back. So that might be a good uh, one to get re restored and, you know, have um, supplements added to it. A lot of their stuff, doesn't have supplements right like they don't yeah i mean it's not a big yeah um, but these new olive signature releases are going to have supplements uh there's gonna have you know new interviews and um you know trailers and essays and everything and a visual essay on on high noon um i'm not sure if any of those are are brand new for this release but uh <clears throat> at least they're including supplements this time all right well um Let's see here. The Warner Archive, I think, has announced a couple of new Blu-rays coming out soon. Um, let me just find where I have it here in my piles of, of, ta- <laughs> of tabs here. Um, actually, you know what? Before we talk about the Warner Archive, let's talk about these Hammer Horror titles that are coming out soon. Yeah, um, from Universal, not Warner, which is interesting. I know. Well, so there's the Warner... Or there's the okay. So a long time ago, we we talked about the um, you know last year the Warner Brothers folks put out the the Hammer collection. Now Universal is doing an eight film collection, and Mill Creek is doing a couple of Hammer double features. We are just gonna be like uh, swimming in Hammer Blu-rays soon. Yeah, I wish I was a bigger fan of them in general. I like them. Don't get me wrong, but um. I'm very excited for those that are fans because they're going to get a whole lot, and and I and I have heard some people when I when I tweeted out the um, announcement about the Universal set, people were like, "Well, where's the you know Warner Brothers Volume Two? Uh, I'm assuming that's they made it sound like that was coming, right? I feel like at Comic Con last year, didn't they? 
Um, I don't or was rem- it more nebulous? I can't remember now. I don't remember either, but I don't, I don't like have this strong impression that there was a second volume like in the works, ready to go. Um, yeah, I always just assume with any of these releases that it's like, if it sells well enough, then maybe there will be another volume. Yeah. Um, just because I feel so burnt with the not getting volume three of Batman, the brave and the bold, uh, on Blu-ray just cause like, I'm just waiting years now. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating obviously, I'm but. pretty sure that's, I, well, I don't want to be pronouncing anything, but, but I'm pretty sure that's coming. I, 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 I feel like they've always seemed to indicate that those releases did at least relatively well, but yeah, who knows? Well, anyway, but yeah, you're right. The, the hammer may not be coming from Warner's. We hope it is, but regardless, yeah, there's like f- twelve films um, or so coming from Mill Creek and and Universal. This Universal one seemed to come out of nowhere, where it suddenly just appeared on their like on Amazon as a pre-order. This you know blank p- uh, placeholder s- space for an eight-film collection. Uh, we have more details now. It's going to include. Brides of Dracula, The Curse of the Werewolf, Phantom of the Opera, The Paranoiac, uh, Kiss of the Vampire, Nightmare, Night Creatures, and The Evil of Frankenstein. So uh, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, no, I am too, actually, because there's a bunch of these that I haven't seen, so I can't honestly, you know, comment as far as, like, my general um, slight lack of enthusiasm for some Hammer titles. Uh, these I don't know, so I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to want to pick this up. Yeah, I mean, the Hammer stuff is just a totally different kind of animal than the you know, classic universal monsters, like, you know, the, the big ones that we, you know, that everyone kind of thinks of when you think of Dracula and Frankenstein, it's like, you think of those movies, you don't think of the hammer stuff. I mean, maybe some people do, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so that, then Mill Creek is going to be releasing two double features. Uh, The first one is two faces of Dr. Jekyll and the Gorgon, and then the revenge of Frankenstein and the curse of the mummy's tomb. These ones are coming out on September 6th, and then the Universal one is actually is coming out on September 13th. So the Warner Archive, where's my page here? I just had it. Um, they're going to be releasing uh, a couple of titles that uh, I don't think we had talked about yet, but um, the Richard Harris film Man in the Wilderness and a Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Have we talked about these already? Nope. Okay, so these are coming out in August, August 9th and August 16th. And uh, are these the only two that Warner Archive has has teased at, the uh, like upcoming blueberries? I we... think so. I mean, you know, they've got a bunch of stuff coming in quick succession that we've already talked about, but I think these are the newest, and um, I don't think there's been anything since these. You know what, though? I think we forgot. We, either it got passed up by us or by me, um, but... I feel like they posted the July uh, lineup, and I don't know if we ever ended up talking about it, but there is a release coming out this month that I am really excited to talk about. Now i got to find where in there. Uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm losing my my Facebook uh, <laughs> uh, tab here, too. It just crashed. So let me find what I was looking at, but there was a, I think it was an animation release coming in. Um, okay, here it is. So it's coming out on, uh, let's see. This is coming out sometime in July. Maybe it's out already. I, uh, anyway, hysteria, the TV show, this was kind of like a follow up or, you know, it, it felt like in the same family as animaniacs and, a little bit like, um, what was that other Warner Brothers show, uh, Freakazoid? Um, this was a kind of like a look at history, but through songs and comedies and little sketches and stuff. And so it felt a, it felt a lot like Animaniacs, but uh, Warner Archive is going to be releasing it this month. Um, are you familiar with this show? No, I don't think so, actually. I'm very curious now. Definitely worth showing to your kids. Uh, I I really liked this one a lot when I was younger. And I think it was like, you know, mid 90s uh, or maybe even like mid to late 90s. What else? Mm, 
sorry. The the WB. I'm just like on the WB shop website right now, trying to find uh, release dates for some of this stuff, and there's just nothing. And it's well, yeah. Hysteria is already out. H and don't be make the mistake of spelling it H Y H I S T E R I A. The complete series. Yep. Wow, this looks fascinating. Like somewhere between Schoolhouse Rock and um, and Animaniacs or something. Like wow. N- I've never seen this. Definitely worth checking out. This the the set's a little pricey, but yeah, that is expensive for a Warner Archive title. Usually they're under thirty, but maybe there's just a lot of discs with this one. Yeah, it's six discs, eleven hundred and twenty-four minutes. So I mean, it's clearly a whole lot of stuff. But um, yeah, I have to look into this very soon. Did you uh, sidetrack? Did you buy anything for Amazon Prime Day today? Um, what did I almost buy? I mean, those there was a couple ni- nice sales on uh, Vincent Price, the Vincent Price collections. I already have those. Yeah. Um, those I would have been tempted by. Actually, there's a bunch of stuff I would have been tempted by if I didn't already have it. There was a uh, Ma- Mask, the complete series was cheaper, but I've had that for years. Um, there's a couple more. Did you pick up anything? I haven't. I did. I did buy uh, lots of Eclipse titles from Barnes and Noble because of the. There's a new coupon code going around. Um, I think it's BN Sparkle. Maybe is the new code. Um, but it uh, takes twenty five percent off. Uh, in addition to whatever discounts you're already using, uh, on t- if you spend over a hundred dollars, and so basically it gets Criterion discs really cheap. Uh, especially if you have like a Barnes and Noble membership, you can add your 10% discount on top of that. And so this is like pretty much as cheap as they're going to get because it's a 25% off coupon on top of the 50% off sale. And so I ended up buying five more Eclipse sets today um, just because I had to tell myself that they would never be this cheap again, or it's like, (laughs) it's so rare that they would be this cheap that it would be silly for me not to get them. And you know, some of these ones, even at half off for like $35, $40. And um, with the, with my, you know, final price, it was like, they were all like, you know, around 20 bucks. And so it just felt like I had to do it. I really wasn't planning on on spending this much money before Comic-Con during the (laughs) Barnes and Noble sale. But then like everyone was sharing this coupon code and I thought like, oh my God, I would be so dumb not to jump on this because you know, I'm going to buy them eventually and I may as well get them for cheap right now. I feel bad about like sharing all the different coupon codes because some people are like, like on, on Facebook, there are still people who like comment on other older posts of mine where they're like, where I've shared a different coupon code. That's like a lesser amount. And then they comment on my other one. They're like, wait a minute. I just, I just clicked on your link for this other one. That's only 20% off. And now I'm seeing this one. That's 25% off. What the heck? Well, they got to read all the stuff. Come on. I know. I feel That's bad. why you don't buy right away. You got to wait a little bit. But the problem with that is, and I've had this, is I've had my cart loaded since day one, and Dr. Strangelove has gone out of stock yeah. to back into stock on yesterday and now back out of stock again. So um, I, I, I should have jumped on it, but I'm hoping it'll come back in stock later this week. I don't know why they didn't really stock up when they saw that it went all the way down, but I guess that created a high demand for that title. So I'm sure everybody that saw it back in stock jumped on it. And anyway. Yeah. The, the, with these coupon codes, you have to, it's tricky to get the discount to work correctly. Sometimes if you have stuff that's out of stock, you need to have like a hundred dollars worth of in stock titles and then the coupon code will work. And then if you add more stuff, even things that are out of stock or pre-orders, um, then the discount will be applied correctly. But if you have anything that's out of stock or anything that's a pre-order and uh, you're, you know, you're at the hundred dollars, but you need to be like, it just needs to be pushed up a little bit higher with stuff that's in stock. Anyway, it's frustrating for some people. A lot of people are like commenting saying like, Oh, the coupon code's not working for me and it'll work. You just have to get the conditions correct. Um, all right, so uh, a few other things we talked about. Um, there are new supplements f- uh, listed or an- have been announced 
for the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai that we didn't get a chance to talk about. We would have talked about it last week, but um, since we didn't record, there's a new two-hour documentary about the film that they're making uh, for this release, as well as a new audio commentary track with Michael and Denise Okuda, who, if anyone is a Star Trek fan, you definitely know the Okudas because they have they are all over um, Star Trek, you know, over the last... Uh, 20 plus years they've been you know um heavily involved with this stuff and especially the home video releases you know they've done like text commentaries and and audio commentaries and documentaries and whatnot so um very cool to see that they're going to be involved with this release nice um the folks at Cinelicious, who just today released the um the blu-ray for um what was the Belladonna of Sadness. Belladonna of Sadness. They're going to be releasing um, this other Japanese film. Uh, where is it? The Funeral Parade of Roses, uh, the Toshio Matsumoto film uh, from 1969. This one has had a Masters of Cinema DVD release before. I own this one. And um, definitely a like kind of fun, crazy... Um, Japanese new wave uh, film and it's uh, one of our friends Rob Nishimura who has done like he used to do regular uh, three reasons videos for people for movies that weren't in the Criterion collection and this was one mm-hmm. of them that he did pretty early on um, this is going to get a new restoration from Cinelicious and uh, I'm very excited to pick this one up I yeah, mean man, even, Cine- even yeah. sorry go ahead I was just going to say Cinelicious is really uh really having a good year um, just between these two releases. Uh, Belladonna is an amazing release and definitely a remarkable kind of lost movie. We can talk about it a little more when we get to the new releases for today, but regardless, they're, uh, we've talked about it before. Keep an eye on them. Definitely keep an eye on them. If the Agnes Varda thing didn't get you, the Belladonna should or this new one should. There's somebody to watch. Yeah, and I'm glad that they're kind of like, you know, going slowly. They're not just trying to like, you know, release a ton of stuff every month just because we all have like so many different other studios that we're supporting. It's like, you know, one a month or one every couple months uh, is a pretty good pace for a a little studio like this to uh, release stuff. Yeah, very promising. Uh, kind of similar is that uh, Flickr Alley has announced a couple of other titles that they're they're going to be releasing on November 22nd. Um, two more Cinerama releases. Uh, these are I've said these I've said this many many times on the podcast over the years, but the Cinerama stuff is among my favorite releases that they've done, uh, especially on Blu-ray. But they're going to be releasing Cinerama's Russian Adventure, which was shot over eight years. And it just seems like right up my alley. I love these travelogue uh, movies and the Cinerama stuff like the, you know, the smile box stretched out over your screen. Um, it's just so much fun. It's, you know, uh, I love it. And then they're also going to be releasing the best of Cinerama, which I th- I'd imagine is going to include stuff from um, past uh, releases that they've done, other Cinerama films. But um, there are going to be some you know, new interviews, which are exclusive to this release. So definitely worth checking out. And I'll, I'm sure I'll be talking about them more as it gets closer to that. Yeah, I'm definitely into these two. Um, let's see, we talked about all this. There's going to be a new 30th ed- uh, anniversary edition of Aliens, uh, but it doesn't look like this is going to have a new transfer or anything. Uh, or even new supplements. I think it's just like a repackaging of the disc that was in the set. Maybe there's new uh, artwork. I think being there'll included. be some new. I think there'll be some new features. Uh, is there? Um, I think so. All right. <laughs> I, I can tell you more. I can tell you more later. Okay. Uh, there. Uh, it looks like you know. According to this picture, there's going to be like you know artwork and stuff included in it. So and there's um. I think there's going to be a panel at Comic-Con this year for the 30th anniversary uh, of the film. Cool. Um, let's see here. Kino has announced a couple of, actually they've detailed a couple of these um, Raquel Welsh films, Fathom and Fuzz. Uh, 
have they have they announced anything uh recently or teased that's uh upcoming releases I can't remember if we we talked about the Undying Monster. I don't know if we did. Um, Sounds familiar. But um, Hangover Square I mentioned because I saw it as a double feature with The Lodger, which they announced two weeks ago. Now Hangover Square is um, in their stable, and that's a really cool, dark, noir that has a great, fiery ending. Um I'm very excited for Hangover Square. That's a, that's a neat movie and a rare movie, so it's cool that they're doing that. Just today they announced the Sicilian clan, uh, starring Alain Delon and Jean Gabin. And, um, let's see, who directed this? Henri Vernou. Uh, but music by Ennio Morricone. It's going to have the English an English cut and a French cut and uh, a couple of featurettes. Um... Yeah, very cool. Let's see. I think that might be all of the stuff. What are there, are there, Am I forgetting anything? Just a real quick nostalgia bump. Um, Mill Creek also announced they'll be putting out the complete oh, yeah. Miami Vice and Knight Rider on Blu-ray. Um, I got a lot of people asking me, will Miami Vice's soundtrack be you know, intact? I have no idea. Uh, I'm guessing maybe, but that... Who knows? Regardless, it's going to be neat to have these two 80s classics on Blu-ray if you're so inclined. Yeah, especially with, like, um, what was the Airwolf that just came out recently? Yeah. (laughs) It's quite a a group. Quite a... You could put together um, an 80s Thursday night uh, block (laughs) soon. Definitely. Um, Oh, you know, one other thing that I thought was kind of cool is that there's a new... 2k restoration trailer going around uh for predator this is going to get a new theatrical run at least there was a european trailer that was uh released online and you know as i'm sure everyone is familiar with the predator blu-ray has been notoriously bad over the years um there there isn't really a good one to get um i mean there was like the very bad very waxy release like the big game edition or i forget big ultimate or something ultimate ultimate hunter edition something like yeah, that. yeah there you go um that one was like especially bad and then i think there has been a blu-ray since then but that one doesn't really like the the dnr on that is not is still pretty bad um so you know fingers crossed that there will be a this, that this new 2k restoration will uh make its way to home video and will you know you know actually look good on blu-ray for they, a, they a, won't, hopefully they won't mess it up for the whatever time this is <laughs> putting it out they'll get it right this time i, I have faith i don't know man fool me once <laughs> <laughs> um all right well i think that's about it as far as news let me just double check our list here yeah, i think that looks right so um we have a couple of weeks worth of new releases to talk about. Uh, we can talk about last week's stuff, and then we'll talk about what just came out today. So um, last week was the in-laws from Criterion. Did you get a chance? Did you get this one uh, early? I didn't. I It's in my cart. It's actually one of oh, um, yeah. several that are in my cart. That and The Player and Strange Love and... Downhill Racer and Carnival Souls are all in my cart right now, waiting patiently. Well, it's hilarious. I mean, you, I'm a fan. Seen, I'm yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan of it. So yeah. it's definitely one I will pick up eventually. Uh, it looks great. It's got a new 2K restoration of the film. Um, there's new interviews with uh, with Alan Arkin. There's a a whole little interview series with that features like Ed Bagley Jr., James Hong. Um, James Hong, who is just so awesome, and I—oh man—he is uh, so funny in uh, almost everything, in everything that he does. I just and his voice is so iconic that uh, you know you could just you hear him talking, and it's he's so funny in this movie. I totally forgot about him in it. That's I'm such an idiot. uh, And there's a great little interview bit in the in the supplements where he talks about you know uh, being a part of this movie, and you know auditioning for the role and uh all of the like improv that went into this movie overall and so uh if you love 
if you love laughing, you got to pick up the in-laws. This is probably one of the best comedies that Criterion has released. Serpentine, baby. Serpentine. Yep. Um, so let's see. What else came out last week that you uh, picked up that you were excited about? Um, there was the new Arrow release of Blood and Black Lace, or at least the, the one that had been delayed for so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm less excited about that only because I've had the, yeah, the you know, UK. the import, which is an all-region, more like, I mean, it's A and B. Um, so that's a great movie. One of my favorite Bava movies. If you don't have it, pick it up. You know, enough said. It's it's one of the best. Um, and I I was really excited about the taking a Pelham one two three forty second anniversary edition from yeah. Kino Lorber. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of cool supplements. I I think I can't tell. I don't. It didn't do an A B comparison between this and the other Blu Ray, but it looks good. Um, but it's got a new commentary from Pat Healy and his brother Jim Healy. Um, which I checked out and which I like. Those guys are both just very knowledgeable. You know, it's a fan commentary for all intents and purposes. But these guys are really well informed and well researched, and so it's it's great. Um, I hope they do more commentaries. But that's definitely one of my favorites. And then Suture, um, from Arrow is a really interesting sort of art film that's been lost more. I not lost, but um. Scott McGee and oh man I can't remember the other their directing duo um they did the the deep end and they've done some others since this movie but this is still my favorite of their movies um partially because it's black and white widescreen and it's informed by Hitchcock and you know Frank John Frankenheimer's movie Seconds um so it's it's very you know cinephile friendly stuff and it's a really nice special edition um from arrow so that's one that i was really excited about too and that one is region free also oh that's great great everybody should pick that up uh they didn't release that in uh, the arrow there wasn't an arrow u.s release of that was there i don't know because i only got a check disc of it so i'm not sure but i know it was definitely played on my u.s player i'm i'm pretty sure it was for both okay um the folks at G Kids released the film Boy in the World, this uh, animated Brazilian film. And um, I feel like I watched this one a couple of years ago or maybe earlier this year. I can't remember now for the Portland Film Festival. Um, but, you know, a really fun, stylized um, depiction of life down in Brazil. But um, it's, you know, if you are looking for a more art house style uh, animated films or, you know, stuff that's you know, not your typical Disney fair, then definitely look towards uh, G Kids and things like this, Boy in the World. Ooh, it comes with digital HD. Yeah. I need to get on this. Um, and then also, uh, only yesterday, the uh, the Studio Ghibli film, the Takahata film, um, also a G Kids release. Although I think these are, I think Boy in the World and G Kids are are now like, uh, or G Kids and Paramount are working together, and so they're the ones putting out these Blu-rays. Um, but totally worth picking up and uh, getting yourself a little G-Kid. Yeah, I picked up only yesterday, um, last week. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch yet, but definitely was very excited since it's been announced, so I'm glad to have it. Um, so this week, uh, Carnival of Souls, out on Blu-ray, finally upgraded from Criterion, one that uh, I know I've been excited for ever since I finally got a chance to watch it a few years ago. Um, but certainly one that has been kind of a uh, influential cult film, you know, since it was released. I mean, this one certainly uh, has influenced things like uh, uh, Day of the Living or, you know, Night of the Living Dead and um, amongst many others. Yeah, it's a really neat uh, Twilight Zone of a movie. Um, and if you haven't seen it, now's a great time to pick it up because you can get it from the Criterion sale. Um, just blind by it it's great totally bizarre haunting um beautiful i'm such a big fan this is definitely one of my favorite and most anticipated releases um from criterion this year so far um i think folks are recommending though that you keep your hands on if you already own the dvd don't go and get rid of it just because there are um you know a number of features like the director's cut um and other films and outtakes um, and things like that that didn't make it to the Blu-ray that are only available on the DVD. 
And so if you, um, so I would say like, don't, don't go off and sell that one right away, uh, especially if you love to be complete and have all of the various supplements that Criterion has released over the years. So that, that other one still has uh, value in it. Of course, I already sold mine. Darn it. <laughs> but uh, I will, I will maybe find another used copy. They were pretty, they were getting pretty cheap actually. So yeah, I mean, that definitely, that helps when the Blu-rays are announced is that all the DVDs start to get a little bit cheaper. Um, so yeah, as we mentioned before, Belladonna of Sadness out today from Cinelicious. This is one that had been restored uh, in conjunction with the guy, um, the folks at Cinefamily, I think. Were they involved with this uh, restoration? Um, anyway. They might have, they might have been. I know they were definitely, yeah, I think, I think so. This is uh, the film from Eiichi Yamamoto. And, you know, it's fun looking, whenever I look up, um, you know, animated films that might fit into the Criterion Collection, um, and, you know, looking in the years before this was announced or this even this restoration was going around, um, this was a movie that people would like, okay, you know, if Criterion ever does start releasing animated films, they should look into something like this, Belladonna of Sadness. You go back and search through old, oh, these are the films, the animated films that uh, would make great Criterion editions. And this is, you know, on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it, it would be an edgier Criterion yeah. release. Yeah. But it totally fits as far as like the kind of movie prestige and sort of, you know, less than well-remembered because of unavailability, it seems. I I mean, it fits a lot. um, I mean, especially having just watched, again, the uh, Fantastic Planet release. um, I mean, it fits alongside that pretty well, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's a a bit more extreme and a bit more uh, gritty than that. Um, But yeah, totally. I mean, two great... um, animated releases and both with interesting animation styles that are not necessarily like the kind of thing you would see today. So that's great too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a really must pick up, I think, um, especially if you're a fan of fantastic planet and, and sort of animation from around that. If you like Ralph Bakshi, I think, mm-hmm. you know, it plays into that too. So it, it, people should pick this one up. Absolutely. Um, there is a limited edition book version that is going to be coming out in August, um, being put out by Hat and Beard Press. They're going to be releasing this um, book of art from the movie, as well as it's going to include the Blu-ray, um, I think, on the, the the limited edition version. There's going to be like a regular book that's that, that doesn't include the poster and the Blu-ray. But um, yeah, definitely go support. Cinelicious and pick up this release if you're a fan of animation or if you're a fan of you know art house Japanese cinema um you know it's not it's certainly not for kids uh, by <laughs> any means so don't show this to your uh young children running around uh who are who who will latch onto any cartoon on the TV screen <laughs> yeah i mean and it is it's a beautiful transfer it's beautifully animated um is it like it's a combination of like hand painted pastels and uh, I mean, there's, there's a bunch, there's a few different styles going on inside of it from mm-hmm. what I could see. Right. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it, and, but it deals with, you know, a woman who sort of makes a pact with a devil and he uh, is abusive um, physically. And so that could put some people off. I won't go into graphic detail about it, but um, it, 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 beyond that, it's also, remarkably sort of almost psychedelic it's just so strange and trippy and uh, a really unique cinematic experience I know we've said that a few times on the show over the years but definitely if you're into that sort of thing you should totally seek it out yeah I wish I had gone to I know this played in theaters um, or and it's still playing in theaters but um, I don't know if it's gonna be coming back to Portland I know there there are still screenings coming up in like um, the end of it's like it's still playing uh cine family in like next week july 20th through the 27th and then it's gonna be touring around a number of other cities but i think it's done here in in oregon um i wish i had seen this on the big screen just because it's so like you know so crazy and visual that it's it would have been beautiful to have it kind of take up my entire field of vision true all right so 
let's see what else came out this week did you get it have you seen green room yet uh yeah um just watched it um actually the reason i couldn't record last week is because my sister was in town and i talked her into watching it with my wife and i um and it's it's a tricky one because it's um it's good but it also uh, if you've seen there's definitely a following from the horror community mm-hmm. with this movie and part of that has to do with um some very violent uh moments in the movie that you know people that are interested in a conventional thriller might be put off by but um I yeah, think even just, like which is watching the trailer for the movie i mean it teases at a number of pretty yeah. intense moments yeah and they and they definitely carry those through um so it's but it's good you know i mean there's there's a whole lot of buildup um so i would say you know go in with an open mind is and don't necessarily come in with, to it thinking this is going to be the greatest movie i see this year because i always feel like that's an unfair thing to do to a movie um but but i did enjoy it thoroughly and um you know uh, anton yelchin and and patrick stewart there, there's a lot of great performances here um really solid stuff what did you what did you think I still haven't seen it, but I okay. I really want to. I mean, the more you know, this was an A twenty four release, right? That, that, yeah. That company, they are just like, they are really uh, putting together an amazing catalog of titles that they're that they're getting. Um, but I haven't seen any of Jeremy Solner's Solner's films like Murder Party, Blue Ruin, or now Green Room. Um, but you know, I've heard nothing but great things about all of them. Yeah, I mean, they're, I've seen all of them, and, and they are very good. Um, I think I'm... Oh, boy, that's tough. I might prefer Blue Ruin to Green Room, but they're both um, very powerful. I would say um, Blue Ruin resonates a little bit more and will haunt you a little bit more, um, but both have haunting moments and just just a, a power to them. He's He's a really great voice, I got to say. Um, let's see what else came out this week. Uh, what else did you pick up this week? Um, I just got, uh, Cat in the Brain from Grindhouse, which I've got playing in the background right now. Um, you know, <laughs> your, your sort of st- standard, uh, Fulci gore fest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. Um, and, and if you've, if you've liked the previous grindhouse releasing um blu-rays this is almost a no-brainer i think you you want to pick it up um uh everybody wants some came out on blu-ray this week that's probably in the running for my favorite movie of the year um only because i've had it i saw it in the theater and then i bought it digitally when it came out and i've watched it three or four times since then that was three weeks ago or something and it's growing on me more each time I watch it. It, it has that quality. And I don't want to necessarily say it's like Dazed and Confused or anything, but I feel it growing in my esteem with each view as I did with Dazed and Confused. So I feel like people who like that movie will enjoy it, but you got to give it some room to breathe and some time. Um, but I'm a big fan of that one, for sure. There were a few... Um Arrow releases this week. Um, the Ken Russell film Crimes of Passion, the um, Satan's Blade came out this week, and then the the Taviani Brothers uh, box set. Um, let's see what else did they put out. Um, oh, also Kino put out the Oxbow Incident. Uh, did you get a chance to watch that new Blu-ray yet? Not the new one. No, uh, I'm a big fan of that movie. Um, kind of like. Uh, Proto Western Twelve Angry Men kind of uh-huh. scenario, um, really good movie. Um, it's it's definitely one I'm going to check out. I, I saw a little bit of Invisible Invaders, which they put out this week, mm-hmm. um, which I was digging um, very much in the sort of uh, you know just fifties sci-fi kind of thing, atomic scare kind of stuff. I, I think people that are into that would dig that. But yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch Oxbow yet. That's a that's a criterion type movie, the kind of movie that they would put out, I feel like. Uh and then speaking of criterion, the uh folks at Artificial Eye finally released the Tarkovsky film Andre Rublev on Blu-ray. All right. This is this is one that folks have been waiting for for a long time to get 
a, a nice addition of. And, you know, just looking through the DVD Beaver review, it seems like he was very happy with it. It is the shorter cut of the film. And so, um, you know, take that for whatever it's worth as far as like, you know, having an, a definitive edition of the film. But um, I can't wait to see it. I know I, I pre-ordered mine uh, a few months back and so I've just been waiting and hopefully it will uh, arrive in the States before I head down to San Diego. But um, I'm really looking forward to watching this in HD. Let's see. Any we got the we? Twilight Time titles this week. Oh yeah. So what was the uh, what were the July twi- Twilight Time stuff? Well, I mean, my two picks of the week for them are Zelig, which is you know a Woody Allen movie, um, sort of a faux documentary that he did um, about this very mysterious character named Zelig, which Woody plays. And anyway, it's it's one of the more interesting and somewhat forgotten Woody movies that. I, I I was waiting for a Blu-ray of, and I'm excited to get. Um, they also did The Gang's All Here, the Busby Berkeley movie, which Masters of Cinema already put out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see. I'm sure it'll be the same transfer, but the Masters transfer looked amazing. Um, so if that's any indication, then this, this should be a great release. Um, they also did The Russia House. Um, what's the other two? Hold on one second. The, uh, the Black Stallion Returns. Yes. I'm excited about that. I, I haven't seen that for decades. Did um, you watch the, the new Criterion release of The Black Stallion? Yes. And I like that movie very much. And I feel like I saw Black Stallion Returns on HBO or something. Um, I mean, obviously not as good as the first movie, but um, a fun 80s adventure movie nonetheless. Um, so that's big. And, and then what's this? Miss Sadie Thompson. I I don't know this movie, but it's another 3D Blu-ray from from uh, Twilight Time, and there I've enjoyed their 3D Blu-rays prior to this. So this is this is an interesting new one. Yeah, this is a film from 1953, starring Rita Hayworth. Can't go wrong, Rita Hayworth in 3D. That's I good know. Stuff. Um, I think that's about it for me. There's a new DC superheroes Lego movie, uh, you know, superhero like Justice League movie that um, I am definitely interested because in I've I've enjoyed the you know the Batman uh, Lego movies and obviously like the Star Wars Lego movies and so uh, I'll be checking this one out at some point. Also, there's a uh, new Warner Archive uh, Blu-ray Silk Stockings with Fred Astaire uh, came out today. That's cool. I think that's it for me, though, too. Yeah, I think that's it for me. So um, so next week, we most likely won't be recording because I'll be down in San Diego for Comic-Con. Um, but feel free to follow me on Twitter if you want to see what's going on home video-wise uh, at Comic-Con. We'll be back here in a couple weeks uh, to talk about you know, what came out next week and then to talk about, you know, maybe what happened at Comic-Con and go through some of the, the news that has come out of things like this Scream Factory panel. Um, there's another, there's a few other DVD panels, but nothing all that big. I mean, the one, there's one on Thursday night at seven o'clock, um, with Chris Gore of, you know, Film Thread and Pod Crash and, uh, Charles de Lazarica, um, who, if anyone loves, you know, home video releases, I'm sure you've seen something by him over the years. Um, Cliff Stevenson and Brian Ward are going to be there. Um, and they're just going to be talking about DVD commentaries and special features and 4k and all that stuff. So that should be a fun panel to go to. Wish I could be there. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Uh, and I guess if anyone else is going to San Diego for Comic-Con, feel free to come to our meetup. Uh, we're going to be having a meetup on Thursday night at 8 o'clock at this bar called Bootlegger down in San Diego. Um, it'll be me plus the guys from Battleship Retention. I think Matt from the Warner Archive will be there. Um, and then, um, you know, a number of other folks will be there too. Uh, drinks will be on us, so you'll you can come have a few drinks for free and uh, hang out and talk about movies. So um, we'll be talking about this more. I'm going to be recording a Comic-Con preview episode uh, in the next few days. So uh, hopefully that will be done and up before I head down to San Diego. Um, Brian, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Always my pleasure. All right, everyone. Sorry that there was no episode last week. And sorry that there will be no episode next week. 
but uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about more home video releases. So see you then. Mm -hmm.